You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Welcome to episode 10 of Cinematic Blind Spots. This is week two of our season of horror all October long. We will be doing either horror or at least Halloween inspired movies. I'm Josh. And I'm Adam. And tonight we're going to be looking at a movie from 2015. This is a horror anthology film. Tales of Halloween. Not, not the October Society's. Tales of Halloween. That oh. was the actual. I thought that was a great little uh, title there at the beginning, because yeah, it says it says on the the title card, the October Society. Right, it did. Say Tales that. of Halloween. <clears throat> How familiar are you with uh, anthology films? Um, really, besides Trick or Treat, not that, not that, uh, not that familiar. Okay. Well, I felt like this was a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, it was. It wasn't bad. Um, don't know, don't know why it has the, the, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score that it has. Well, the, I mean, the critic was pretty good. The critics was pretty good. 78%. It 78%, but the audience was 41%. Yeah, that seems a little low to that me. That seems very uh, low. I don't know. So, what do you think about these opening credits? Well, the whole, <laughs> we could not, I could not find anything on the budget for this movie, and I don't think you could either. No. The only thing I could find was a quote from a... Um, from a review that said it was a modest budget, and judging from these opening credits, it was a very modest budget. <laughs> Just the the animation where you know the camera kind of swoops through this creepy room up to this calendar where the days are flying off the calendar until it gets to thirty one. That that made the first thought was that looked like animation from a from a PlayStation One game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty low quality there. Ouch. <clears throat> Yeah. And all the digital pop-up houses. And yeah, digital pop-up characters. And one thing, I well, I guess I kind of wish they'd done, because they, they, they give you all the names of each story. I love that. Well, they, they give them all in the beginning, so then, like, when you're watching the actual episodes, you keep going, okay, well, which one was this? What episode is this? I wish they kind of had maybe put the title in, the, in each individual episode. But a lot of times on. when anthologies do that, it ends up, not not it doesn't look right because all of a sudden you have another title pop up. Uh huh. So I actually I actually enjoyed it being right in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes they don't even tell you the different names of them, and then you go to look these up and it'll be like the segment blah blah blah, and you're like, well, it never told me what that segment was called, so I don't even know. Okay. So for me, I was kind of happy. Okay. And I love the fact that this opening you get. I don't know, you probably didn't recognize her, but Adrian Barbeau plays the radio DJ. I had a feeling you were going to recognize a lot more a people lot from this show people. than I did. Like, the only people I recognized were uh, Greg Grunberg, because he was in Heroes, and he's been in a lot of pretty much anything else that J.J. Uh, Abrams has done, and Barry Bostwick. Yes. And my goodness, dude, have you seen Barry Bostwick's IMDb photo recently? No, I have not. He looks rough. Yeah? He does. So yeah, we get this radio DJ, and this is cool because she played a radio DJ in John Carpenter's The Fog. So this oh, is kind of like okay. an homage to that character. Okay, that's why she does this. She's basically the wraparound for the every anthology normally has a wraparound story. Uh huh. Okay. So her being the DJ in between the different segments is the wraparound. Okay. 
So she's talking. She's letting you know it's all Hallow's Eve. Mm-hmm. So then she ends up. She uh introduces the first story by saying, "Don't forget to check your candy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're introduced to Sweet Tooth. Now I was kind of disappointed <clears throat> at first because when I heard Sweet Tooth, I immediately thought of Twisted Metal. <laughs> And Sweet Tooth was my first scary clown, if you want to call him that. <laughs> but this is this guy kind of looks like a clown. We'll, okay, we'll talk about it. So <laughs> this was directed by David Parker, uh-huh. which he directed a movie called The Hills Run Red, which I've seen mm-hmm. once. So I don't remember that well. He wrote The House of the Dead, but I guess I'd put more blame on Uwe Boll for that movie than yeah, him. Yeah, I don't think anyone but Uwe Boll should take blame for that movie. But yeah, but mainly, most of his credits were as an editor, is okay. what I noticed. And then, well, let's get into the story, I guess. First, I love, did you did you pay, did you notice what the kid's dressed as? Did you catch that? Uh, he was dressed as uh, the dude from, I, now I have not seen Escape from New York, but he was dressed as Kurt Russell from yeah, Escape Snake from Plissken. New York. Yeah, Snake Plissken. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, so we get him. He's going through his candy. Mm-hmm. He gets mad. Finds an apple. He finds he an apple. He's like, "Fuck this!" And then an he's like shoveling in the candy. Like, yeah. he's, it's like he's on a time limit. He's got to eat as much as he can. Yeah. And my thought was, if this kid loved candy that much, he would be a lot bigger than he is. <laughs> yeah, it is a skinny little kid. Yeah. But maybe he only gets it on Halloween. That's why. Maybe I, mean, I have know. a hard time believing that. But yeah. Okay, maybe. <laughs> So he's eating this, and then the babysitter walks in. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, find, I didn't realize she was the babysitter until later. I thought she might be the big sister. Oh, no, I took it. No, as no, bad. she, she is the sitter because yeah. later on she's like, oh, his parents are gonna be home soon. So yeah. yeah, she is the babysitter. Okay, and then of course, as all babysitters seem to do, has her boyfriend over, mm-hmm. and they're telling him he better slow down on that candy and better save, save some, some for sweet tooth. tooth. Yeah. Then we get the story about 50 years ago, a little boy named Timothy Blake lived on this very street. He loved Halloween. He loved dressing up, but he didn't like going home because his parents never let him have the candy. Yeah, I'm like, what kind of parent would do that? Like, let it, let their kid go trick-or-treating and then confiscate their candy at the end of it. And so, here's my first... Uh, well, no, Adrian Barbo was the first, but then here I get another little... I get giddy because I see people I know. Uh-huh. His parents... You got Caroline Williams playing the mom. She was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and Leprechaun 3, which is probably the first place I saw her. Oh, okay. And then the dad is a guy named Robert Rustler, who I know him from. I, I vaguely remember him in Weird Science, but I mainly know him in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Okay, As, see, I still haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yeah, so I love seeing that. They won't let him in, eat the candy. They say he's going to make him fat and lazy and rot his teeth, and they mm. send him to bed. Well, this one night... This one Halloween, he's like, I'm going to sneak down. What are they doing with all this candy? Mm-hmm. This isn't cool. And they're just eating the candy. Like, they're putting it, one of them in the mouth, and they're making out with the candy. Yeah, they're like having like a candy orgy or something. You got candy wrappers all over the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's turning them on. You know, I mm-hmm. guess that's the chocolate being the aphrodisiac it yeah. is. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know if it's, if it's an aphrodisiac, but it does release endorphins. <laughs> so, yeah. And you get a shot of Timmy. He looks pissed. He's obviously pissed, yes. <laughs> so later on, he comes down. They're passed out at this point. The guy's like got his hand on the woman's boob as he's laying on her. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he comes down, and he's got a meat cleaver. Meat, yeah. Yeah, every kitchen should have a meat cleaver. Yeah, well, maybe not. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, sm- he hits his mom straight in the face with this Chops meat cleaver. her right in the face. One just, and that was it. And, and then the dad guts off, he's backing up, but then you see the meat cleaver come down and blood splatter, so he got him too. Yeah. 
and it's after this he's he's like I'm gonna try my first piece of candy. Mm-hmm. He's obviously never had candy, and he loved it. Yeah, and I'm like like if if <laughs> why would he be so pissed about not getting eat to, not not getting to eat any of the candy if he'd never actually had any before? I guess he wanted to try it that bad. He saw all the other kids. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so he eats every piece that's there, but it's not enough. He so wants he, more. He cuts his parents' thumbs open. He starts eating the candy out of his parents. And they claim it's still not enough. And they say that now Sweet Tooth comes back every year looking for more candy from the kids on this street. Mm-hmm. Now, there was one little thing I saw. You get a you get a panning shot from like the window of this kid's back back to the kid from the beginning of the story. We get a panning shot from his window across his shelf. Which he's got a couple of toy cars on there, and one of them is the car. Yep. I'm glad you it noticed was that. The, I, I noticed. I'm like, oh my god, it's a car! I had to, <laughs> I had to rewind and watch it back again. Yes, the car from the 1977. I think it was 77. Yes, you're right. Uh, 1977 movie. We will be talking about that one later because you still haven't seen it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. And then he 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 puts out a candy bar for Sweet Tooth, and it's a carpenter bar. Carpenter, John like Carpenter. John Carpenter. Okay, that's what go. I thought. That's why, because <laughs> well, I, I, so many times in this movie you see people watching TV and they're all watching uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that, it's a running timeline through the movie. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. almost, yes. So then we get a shot. The boys, in, like you said, he's put out the candy bar for Sweet Tooth just in case. Mm-hmm. Babysitter and boyfriend on the couch. And guess what? They're, they're also out. kissing out. We'll make it that, with the chocolate. That never ends well with any horror movie. And they've eaten all the candy. Like, they've eaten to the point where they're all feeling sick. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, oh, I don't even want to get out. And yes, this is when you get your first shot of watching Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. But then, but the little boy, he's like, up, up upstairs, he was like listening outside the window. And he hears this really deep, like, inhuman voice. They're like, trick or treat. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then, um, that's when we, we get Sweet Tooth. He gets the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You want to describe him? He looks kind of like a clown. He's like his 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 like his lips and his cheeks are torn away, yep. so all he has is this mouth. Yep. All you see is his teeth. He's like the Joker, except he like completely cut his cheeks off, not just cut into them. Yes, uh, and he like just reaches into the boyfriend's mouth, <laughs> like straight down his throat, and then the sitter comes back. She's got the, she's got the, uh, she hears the boyfriend grunting like, and she's like, oh my God, don't puke, don't Don't puke, puke. I'm coming, I'm on the way, that's right. She comes back in and finds him with his intestines pulled out of his mouth. And of course she screams. And then Mikey is, Mikey's the kid. Yes, I got it, I I wrote that at that point too. Okay, he is, he is listening to all the screaming while he's hiding under the bed. Yep. And then he sees his door open. You don't see what pushes the door open. It's just dark outside. And then this one long nailed fingered hand comes shooting out and grabs the carpenter bar <laughs> and then closes the door. Yep. He's happy. He's, he's got happy. Candy Sweet bar. tooth has been satiated. Yeah. This is when you get the parents. That's when your guy, Greg Gunberg yeah. showed up. Yeah. He shows up and uh, they, they come in. There's a big mess on the floor. And, of course, they're automatically blaming Mikey, which I get. But at the same time, if you have a babysitter, I would still be putting some of the blame on them. He was like, what the hell? He should have you should, you made him clean this up. I was like, you got to do something. Yeah. But, no, they come in and they see the boyfriend and the 
the babysitter. They're on. They're dead on the couch. They've been eaten out. Yeah, basically. the babysitter's like her, her. Her like stomach's been torn open. Yes. And then Mikey comes in. He's like, or he's he's standing there looking at them. Yeah. He's standing there looking at the babysitter and the boyfriend. And then he turns around and he's yeah. like, they ate all my candy. <laughs> So Which I the blame guess, on him. Yeah, it's like there's not a speck of blood on this kid, and how? Th- this is where the logic. I mean, it's it's horror movies. You can't have logic in a horror movie. You're right. <laughs> and this next one, the night Billy raised the hell. The night Billy raised hell. So Billy is. Did you get the director? I did. I, I yeah. I didn't get the directors. Okay. Or I, I did. I do know this is the one that Barry Boston. Yes. Uh, Barry this Boston is directed did. by Darren Lim Bowsman or Boozman, however he says it. You would know him. He's actually directed Saw 2 through 4. Oh, okay. So well, you do know him from that, at least. Those Saw movies start to kind of bleed together well, after a while. Well, I, I think everybody <laughs> remembers part two. That's the one with the needle pit. Yeah, that, the needle that pit. That sticks out. And, um, yeah, I remember that one very much. Yeah, because he actually had the idea for that type of movie, and they realized this is like a Saw movie, so they just made his movie basically Saw 2. Oh, okay. So he came up with it just a little too late. Uh-huh. But yes. You get a little boy. He's dressed as the devil. He's trick or treating, and it's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's broad daylight. Yeah. Well, I mean, they say, "Why are we trick or treating at three? It's not like they missed, you know, messed it up like uh-huh. we did on Skinner. Uh-huh. They acknowledge the fact that it's three o'clock yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah. So he's he's out trick or treating. This is his sister and her boyfriend, and they convince him to pull a prank on this guy's house. They say everybody pulls a prank on this guy, Mister Abaddon, and they. Yes, they say and say they say that he hates Halloween because there's no decorations outside or something. So he goes up and what's he? What's he got? An egg? He's got an egg. He's I just gonna. He's, got he's egg. just gonna like slam this egg up against the guy's door. Yeah, and he he goes all the way up on the porch to do this. Uh-huh. Normally, when you do that, you're throwing from the yard. Yeah, you somewhere. throw it from the yard or from the street. So yeah, he goes to throw this egg, and Mr. Abaddon steps out and catches his arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he launches this egg because the boyfriend and sister take off running yeah, when they see him. Like great, great support there. <laughs> and he launches this egg and hits the boyfriend. And nails, nails him <laughs> right in the back of the head. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And he and, pulls and these the two, boys. And, and we, we forgot to mention these, the, the, the brother or the sister and the boyfriend were being assholes because they were like, yeah, if you don't start, just time for you to start to uh, start celebrating a, a Halloween like an adult. They're like, yeah. you're gonna, or it's like, you're gonna, or I'll tell everyone you pissed your pants. That's right. They did say that. Yeah, yeah. Billy, they call him Captain Piss Pants or something. <laughs> Billy Captain Piss Pants. Yeah. That's what they called him. Um, so, so he pulls the boy inside mm-hmm. and tells him he's going to learn. And at this point, you, he takes off his hat. Yeah, he's wearing the, a top hat. Yes. He takes it off, and we see that he's got devil horns. He has horns on. And this is mm-hmm. the Barry Boswell character. Yeah. Which, did you recognize him? I did not. I did not. Okay. I had, at the I end of the either. movie, I had to go, which one was Barry Boswick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize him. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And he's he, like, tonight you're going to learn what a real Halloween prank is. So cut to nighttime. Cut to nighttime. He and Billy go out trick-or-treating, and this mm-hmm. guy is creepy as hell. Yes. He says hello to the ladies. Uh-huh. You probably didn't catch this. One of those ladies is Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp fame. Oh, no. The one I dressed as a that. cat. Oh, that was her? The one. The cat. Okay. That is so cool. Yeah, she shows up in a few of them. But oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, yeah, the cat lady shows up in a yeah, couple of them. That's and, Felissa Rose. And he looks at her and he's like, <laughs> he like does this like <laughs> yeah. growling or something. And did you notice throughout this whole one while they're out doing these pranks, there are some Goofy sound effects. Oh yeah, this one's very comical. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 yeah, like a like soundboard. And... I mean, <laughs> so yes. So they go to this first house, and yeah. instead of and they're going trick or treating, and instead of this guy giving out a candy, he's a dentist, so he gives out toothbrush and toothpaste. 
So Mr. Abaddon takes a pocket knife and whittles this toothbrush down into a point and gives it to Billy and makes a stabbing stabbing motion with his hand. (laughs) So he rings the doorbell again and the guy opens the door and Billy stabs this guy in the dick. I was like, oh my God, that's a little (laughs) harsh, don't you think? And now we see Billy setting lawn ornaments on fire, or at least dousing them in gasoline. No, he uh, sets them on fire. Okay, well, he sets them on fire. Uh, his sister's like, Billy, what the fuck are you doing? Well, you see, fir- first he knocks down the ghost in the yard, and you uh, see Mr. Abaddon. He's just not impressed. He's like, oh, how yeah, boring. Yeah, like, that's, that's not enough. So then yeah. he's got to pour the gas on, yeah, and the sister comes out. And it's not until he... Uh, and then he hits his sister in the face with a rock. Yeah, throws a rock and hits her in the face. And then he sets these ghosts that he's doused on fire. Mm-hmm. And that's when Mr. Abaddon's finally... Uh, appreciating what he's doing. Yeah. And, approving. And Billy has progressed pretty quickly. You know, in the beginning, he was having a hard time with putting an egg on this guy's door. Well, now he has graduated to armed robbery and murder, uh, grand theft auto, <laughs> vehicular, said- vehicular manslaughter, but, and then vandalism. <laughs> then you see him like, Oh yeah, I got to that later. Cause, yeah, yeah. cause the person that with the, the car theft. Yeah. Who that, is that? That's Adrian Curry. She is a famous supermodel. I think I knew her. I think she won like America's Next Top Model. Oh, okay. But I knew her more from VH1's The Surreal Life. Okay. So I knew who she was. But then he's like, how many Twitter followers do you have? 500,000? 500,001. Yes. But yeah, yeah, he the murder. He shoots a, he goes to rob a store. He and robs the convenience the store and shoots the clerk. Yeah, um they steal his car and then go on a vehicular manslaughter spree yep. through the town or through the neighborhood and but then you see him spray painting something like Billy owns the Billy night. Thompson owns the night. Billy so Tom- he put first and last name. First and name. last name. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they got the order wrong a little bit for that. You know, vandalism should have been one of the earlier ones, I think. <laughs> I guess as long as they see it at some point during the night, they're going to know where to go. Yeah. Um and then <laughs> he, then they 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 put a, the whole flaming bag of dog do trick on, with a twist. With a twist. When the guy comes out and stomps on it, it's a bear <laughs> trap and clamps his leg and he yeah. catches on fire. Yep. And then we get back to the uh, Mr. Abaddon's house. Mm-hmm. And we go in and we see, oh wait, Billy's Billy tied up. is tied up in a chair, yeah. Yes. So. And what we thought was Billy in the like, little devil costume. Is Mordecai. Mordecai? He calls him, calls him Mordecai. Oh, okay. Mordecai. It's yeah. like some little demon looking dude. Yeah, it's a, little... it's, I call him devil kid, but yeah. yeah, he's called Mordecai. Okay, yeah. Yes. So yeah. that wasn't Billy at all. No. Nope. He's being framed for all this shit. He's... Oh, and, and earlier they make a joke about what's Billy's mom doing for Halloween this year? There's a running gag throughout this. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> is your mom dressing up for Halloween this yeah. year? Yeah. Because at this point, Mr. Abaddon tells him, your mom's going to have a lot more free time, and I'm going to be there when she does. Oh, that's so <laughs> And crazy. I mean, he does this. It's almost like the uh, Hannibal Lecter thing with the father being, <laughs> he yeah, does this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Can't, I can't do it. But, like, you know. Yeah, that was yeah too much. And then at this point, Billy walks out, and they're at Mr. Abaddon's house, but the cops are immediately right there on him. Yeah. They're, they're not at Billy's house. Yeah, and this is a 10-year-old kid, or maybe not even that old, and the <laughs> cops are pulling their guns on him, like, get on the ground, get on the ground! And uh, I don't know, you probably don't know, one of those cops is Adam Green. He's the director of the Hatchet movies. Oh, okay. He's done a couple, he does Frozen, okay. where they get stuck in the chairlift. Uh, not, not the Let It Go Frozen? No, not that one. <laughs> This is get stuck in a chairlift, ski ski lift. Yeah, I I remember seeing trailers for that one. I remember seeing a picture of the Blu-ray sitting on a shelf somewhere, and someone put a sticker on it that said, not the let it go, Frozen. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And that was was the end of that one. Yeah, but the cops are like, oh, my God, he peed himself. Oh, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. 
and then you and then at the as, as the screen goes black, you hear two gunshots. I'm like, did they shoot that kid? Really? <laughs> Next one is Trick. I think this one might have been my favorite. This personally. is your favorite. I think okay, it might have been my favorite. Yeah, because yeah. it's it it just really leaves you guessing until the end of it, until just until the end of it. We get four adults all sitting around watching Night of the Living, Living Dead. Dead again. One of them's getting high. The rest of them are getting drunk. The, well, taking... the one showing his phone to the other girl. Uh-huh. He's showing her picture. She's like, oh, that's it's gross. like, oh, you're gross. You're disgusting. Stop. Yeah, yeah. So I, you, didn't, you... I didn't catch that at first. Yeah. Um, well, you don't know what it is. You don't see the phone. Yeah, you don't see what's on the phone. You yeah. just see him oh, showing. And the, and, the, and the girl he's showing, mm-hmm. another Scream Queen, mm-hmm. Tiffany Shepis. Oh, so really? She's been in a lot of... She was in the last Hatchet movie. She's actually on a new podcast with Kane Hodder and Felissa Rose. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... She's known in the horror world. That's a tongue twister. She's known in the world of horror. How about there you that? Go, there She's you known go. in the world of horror. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the doorbell the, rings. The doorbell rings, and they're they're getting up. Oh, it's your turn to get it. You know. And, and at this point, the guy's like, "Why are there so many pirates?" Yeah. And the guy hitting the bong makes a joke about maybe these kids are all losing their eyes or something, and they need an eye patch. Yeah. So. Okay. So um, then they get another trick or treater. Another trick or treater. This, this time little, the guy gets up. Uh huh. And this is where. And this is it's just a little a girl little girl dressed like a witch. She's got glasses. And no, she, no, not oh, that. Not oh, yet. not her. No, this one is Rebecca McKendry that I was telling you about from Shockwaves. Oh, okay. With her and that's her actual daughter. Oh. As the princess. Okay. And then he offers her a drink. She declines. He turns around and then the bell rings immediately again. Okay. He's like, "Oh, you changed your mind." But no, yeah. this is the girl dressed. Now as a we witch. have a little girl outside dressed as a witch, and he's like, "You're supposed to say trick or treat." No, he just says trick or treat, and the girl from the front goes, "You're drunk." She's supposed to say yeah. trick or treat, and, and she, she just hauls off and stabs this guy in the stomach and says trick, trick! and runs <laughs> off. Yes, and. And then, like, and this guy comes staggering back inside, holding his stomach, bleeding, all, bleeding profusely, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, we got a call!" And then, then the Tiffany like, Shepard's character, she's like, "I'm gonna get my purse and go get the car." Yeah, she and runs she, outside she to get yeah, the car. They close the front door, uh-huh. and she goes out the back, yeah, by the pool, around the pool. But there's a fence the, there, yeah, yeah, and her car's the over fence there. to get to the car, and as she is trying to get into the car, she's trying to find her keys in her purse. Another hand reaches out from under her car and slices her Achilles tendon. Yep. And then we see the four. witch again, but the there witch. are three other yeah, little there's, kids. There's four kids all just in total. They gang yeah. up on this woman and just kill the shit out of her. Well, you think kill the shit out of her. Oh, you think kill the shit out of her. I thought they did. Mm-hmm. Um... But then they, the other two people are inside. They're freaking out what they're to do freaking with the out. guy. Yeah, like, what's going on? Where is she? Why isn't she here yet? And then they look out and, and see they, her. And they see her walking, and she and just walks and in falls the into the pool. Yep. You know, Scarface style. Blood everywhere in the water. Um, and then the other guy gets up, the one that's not injured. Mm-hmm. He goes into he was, the room. Was that the one who was high? Or, yes, that's yeah, the one that's that was high. the one who was high. And some kid is in their house. And sets him on fire. And she's dressed like a devil. Yeah, she's yeah, dressed like a devil. Sets him on fire. And one kid's dressed like an alien. One's dressed like a princess, I think. Uh, yeah. And one's dressed like the witch, the witch. And one's dressed like a devil. Yep. Um, sets Not him a- on fire and feeds him rat poison. And then duct tapes his and mouth. And duct tapes his mouth shut. Like, what the sure. fuck I'm is like, going on here? Oh, my goodness. What is up with these kids? Extremes. So the last surviving woman goes running into a room that is dark. Like, there's just one little light. We can't see what all... And she's hiding. And, you know, she has her phone ready to dial 911, but then she doesn't. Nope. She goes into her phone. Or she goes into, into her... her gallery. Um, into her... Into her uh, Pictures. Photos. Yes. Um... 
And then we get several shots of these kids just kind of wandering the house, looking, I guess, looking for her. This the, the one who's dressed like a princess has a hammer. The one who has the one who is dressed like an alien has this bloody knife, and he rinses the blood off yep. and picks the knife up again. <clears throat> so the woman with the phone is suddenly deleting all of these pictures of the first one's the, fig- her with blood on her face, blood on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then another one is the one guy that got stabbed. He's holding like a bloody eyeball, yeah, holding an eyeball, like pretending to eat it. I well, think. Well, the other girl's pretending. Uh, the other to girl's eat pretending. It. To yeah, eat he's it, just yeah. holding the bloody eyeball. The other girl's pretending to eat the eyeball. And then that's when the lights come on. That's when the lights come on. And you see that the room she has been hiding in is some kind of an operation room. There's a little girl on the table and she's missing an eye. She's strapped down, yeah. She's strapped down and her eye is in a bowl next to her. (laughs) And she's just like, the woman is just like, oh my God, no, please, please don't, please don't. And the little kids in their costumes are not having it. They they let this little girl loose and give give her a hatchet. And the little wor- the little girl says, "Happy Halloween, you <laughs> fucking sicko!" and just chops. Yep, <laughs> yep. So these four adults were some kind of sick group who like to torture and dismember little kids. Yeah. And obviously, somehow these other kids got wind of it and didn't like it. Nope. And I don't blame them. So I like it. I like the. I like that. That was a good twist. Yeah, Did not that see that coming good, until yeah. until she started deleting those photos. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we hear the DJ talking, mm-hmm. and she mentions the weak and the wicked, and mm-hmm. that is the next. That is the next, next episode. So, so you get a shot of a man. He's down on the ground, just devouring candy. Everybody that eats candy in this movie is devouring the candy. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, I I don't eat candy like that. I don't either. Yeah, but it's not just it's all of them. Mm-hmm. And then these two guys come pick him up and put him against the wall. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys. You're probably not going to recognize this. Is the guy with the long hair that drinks the liquor? Uh huh. His he, name is Boo Boo Stewart. Boo Boo Stewart. And I know him because my kids love the Descendants movies that Disney's put out, and he plays Jay. Oh, okay. So he is. Who is he? I think he's Jafar's son, if I'm not mistaken. Because you know okay. these are all the descendant, like the the kids. Oh, of right, the right, evil right. People. The descendants of all the evil. Ki- yeah. Okay, Disney characters. Yeah. Gotcha. So I was and like I paused it and I was. I was kind of watching it, not watching it. My daughter was there, but I showed her just the picture of him. And uh-huh. I was like, is this the guy from Descendants? And she's like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> I didn't show her anymore after that. Yeah. <laughs> this was another good one. I really like this episode, too. Or this, I keep saying episode. This story. I really yeah. like this story, too. And then you get this girl walks up. She's smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And she's, she takes off this guy's sock. She's about to burn his foot. Mm-hmm. With the cigar. And her name is Alice. Alice, yes. Yeah. But then she hears a noise. She turns around. She looks down the alley. And you see this guy. And he's wearing a ski mask. And he's wearing... I put like a Viking helmet. Yeah, he's got these wearing, horns. Like yeah, he's got horns, horns on it. He's got blood on his forehead. He's carved into his forehead. Mm-hmm. I, did, did you catch what it said? I never did catch what it said. I mean, at first you couldn't tell it was anything. It looked just like he was bleeding. Like right, he'd been true, hit or something. true. That's true. And they walk over to him. They're like... Do I know you, stranger? Mm-hmm. And he just hands Alice this picture of a monster that looks like what he's dressed as. Yeah, because it pans up on his outfit, and he's got, like, shin guards uh-huh. and knee pads. And he's got all kinds of stuff pinned to his jacket. He's yeah. got, like, little toy army men. Yeah, all this random stuff. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. random. But, yeah, it shows him the paper. Of and that. he says this line I really like. She, she looks at this picture of this monster, and the guy says, 
It spills the blood of the wicked where the wicked have harmed the weak. <laughs> yep, there you go. So Alice's goons, the two guys start yep. to mess with him, and he just runs away. He just bolts. Yeah, they knock his helmet off. When they knock his helmet off and I see him, it kind of reminds me, I, I put that here, it reminds me of Kick-Ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He reminds me of like the, when Kick-Ass was first getting started uh-huh. in the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Alice is like, mount up, and they all put on these masks. Yep. So, and th- this shot was pretty cool because, like, you 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 see the guy; he's like running down this hill, and from behind him, this like really foggy. But you see like one, and then two, and then three. All three of them show up on their bikes. I just thought that was a neat shot. Okay. As the guy's running, he comes to this street, and he sees this burnt down camper, mm-hmm. and that's this triggers a memory. Mm-hmm. Did you catch who this kid was? He looked familiar. Who was he? Yeah, he's the kid that plays Eddie in the new It movies. That's really? who plays him as the young version. No way! Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I didn't catch that. Yeah, so you get him. He's in a pink bunny suit, so my mind went to Christmas Story. <laughs> pink Nightmare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you get those three kids, all younger versions of themselves, obviously behind him. Mm-hmm. And he's watching his camper burn down, and his mom and dad are in there. Yeah. And the little girl's got the lighter in her hand. This is yeah. Alice. Yeah, this is Alice. Um, and, oh, earlier, he, he was looking at a watch. He had an old pocket oh, watch, and he was looking at it. Yes. So we Pretty get, much the only thing he salvaged, I guess, from yeah, the home. Yeah, like, it was, it, we see that that was a watch he got, and it said, it said for dad on it. So yes, I guess it that did. was the only thing that survived. His parents were killed in a fire that Alice started. So then we're back to the present day, and now the girl realizes who he is when she sees him staring at this camper. And I had to laugh so hard when she said his name. She said, are you little Jimmy Henson? Oh, yeah. Jim I'm like, this guy's name is Jim Henson? Are you kidding me? I did laugh at that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering why, if they burned this camper down all these years ago, why is it still there? Yeah, why is this still, like, this is, this must be one shitty town. <laughs> yeah, like, it's gotta nothing, be. nothing gets taken care of after something like that. So once you realize this is old Jimmy Henson, she tells the goons, like I said, to hold him down. They start kicking him. She mm-hmm. hits him with a bat. She pours a bottle of liquor on him. Mm-hmm. She's ready. She lo- She pulls out her lighter. She loves to burn stuff up. Yeah, she must be a pyro of some kind. And then she she decides to make this statement. She says that it's poetic, them being together on All Hallows' Eve. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be what triggered it. Yeah, because then suddenly her two goons just get yanked off. Yep. Can't, like you don't, you don't even see what catches them. They just, boom, they're gone. And she turns around to see that the picture... Well, we see that the picture of that that Jimmy handed her earlier had like a how-to section on the back of it, like how to summon the demon of All Hallows Eve. Yes. And we see this guy, and he looks like something from Doom because he has no eyes. He's got big horns and huge teeth. Like the bottom half of him just almost looks like meat slabs. Yeah, it's like he's wearing clothes made out of skin. Um. And th- and what we find out that the blood that was on Jimmy's forehead was like the, some word that was supposed to be carved into his flesh, some kind of incantation to, to get him to to appear, to get this demon of All Hallows Eve to appear. And then we, we hear Alice scream, and then hear a crunching noise, and just a ton of blood gets splashed in Jimmy's face, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> he's like laughing, he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 
Now that was c- another good one. Yeah, so we come to our next one, the Grim the Grinning Ghost. Grim Grinning Ghost. We open on a group of adults at this Halloween party. I'm going to guess you didn't recognize these people. N- uh, the lady who was the gypsy looked familiar. Okay, that's Lynn Shay. Uh-huh. So she was in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. She's been in the Insidious movies. Uh-huh. She's been in a ton of other stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah. Okay. So she's that. She's talking about why we wear the costumes on Halloween. Yeah, the history but, of Halloween. But yeah, you get all these people. So the guy of the Phantom of the Opera, that's Mick Garris. He did like Stephen King's The Shining, like the TV version of The Shining. Oh, the one you prefer? Yeah, the one I prefer. Yeah, the he one did that was Sleepwalkers. Oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> he's done a lot of Stephen King adaptations. Mm-hmm. He does. That's what he's known for. Okay. Uh, another scream queen by the name of Barbara Crampton. She's been a Reanimator, Castle Freak. She's the witch. Okay. Uh, the guy playing Sherlock Holmes, that's Stuart Gordon. He directs a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stuff. He directed Reanimator, From Beyond. Re- a Reanimator was an H.P. Lovecraft story? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I still need to see that movie. Yep. And then, let's see. Then there's what? They're telling a story about Mary Bailey? Yes, the ghost of Mary Bailey. The one ghost that hates to be seen. She was bullied to death, apparently, because she had a disfigured face. Now she's telling this story. They, uh... Was it the redhead? Yeah, the redhead. She's she's not in like any kind of particular costume. She's like wearing like a Victorian dress of some yeah. kind. She's just listening very intently, and she says that Mary Bailey likes to laugh at the living behind their backs. And then the witch goes ah, yeah. and scares the <laughs> scares the uh, the redhead. No, um, she scares the other girl. Oh the, yes, uh, oh. the uh, it's it's that. The gypsy's daughter. Okay, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah, get her, her name. She's a girl played by Alex Esso, which I've seen her in a movie called Starry Eyes, which is pretty good, but she's going to actually be in the new Doctor Sleep coming up. Oh, okay. So. Okay. So she and, leaves, um, when she gets in the car, you well, actually hear. I, I got I to say something oh, about this okay. first. Like, okay, the, apparently the story of Mary Bailey is like, if you turn and look at her, if she sees you looking at her, she will take your eyes. Oh, okay. And now she's going out to her car. And her mom looks at it and says, are you still driving that old piece of crap? And the the girl's like, no, I love that old piece of crap. I'm like, that's a recent model challenger. I was just saying, it didn't look bad. It's not old. It's like this movie came out in 2015. That was probably a 2011 challenger. (laughs) I'm like, you got to be kidding me, really? But then, um, so she's driving home. And you hear Adrian Barbeau on the the radio. Uh Uh-huh, again, yeah. Um, Driving home alone, checking makeup in the mirror. There's a song on the radio that's playing about never being alone. Yes. Um, and now she slams on the brakes to keep from hitting a car, and suddenly her car shuts off, and it won't car- start. <laughs> that's what I was like. like, this must be the most horribly maintained car in the history of cars, <laughs> if it's that recent, and it like won't start because you slammed on the brakes. So she gets out, she looks under the hood. She sees She's, smoke building She sees up. smoke building up. Like, perfect time for a cigarette. Yeah, perfect time for a cigarette. <laughs> she lays her phone on the car, like on the side of the, the engine bay, and then she just slams the car hood on her phone. It's like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> so she starts to walk home. And like, I'm, my question is like, how late is it? Because there is not another soul out here right now. There's not another car or anything. But there's plenty of Halloween decorations Plenty of Halloween scare. decorations, yes. Now she hears footsteps behind her, and she hears laughing behind her. And through the fog behind her, you see there's a figure, and it's getting closer. Now, this next shot, she's just like, this girl is just like running now. She's running <laughs> to get to her house. And this next shot I thought was really cool because you see, 
it's like she runs through the little, she's got a little white picket fence around her house and she runs through the gate and you see on the fence the shadow of these hands that are just like, <laughs> I just thought that was cool. And when she went inside her house, did you, did you like her door knocker? It was a cat head. Yeah, it was a cat head. I, okay, I didn't know if that was something I was supposed to notice from another movie or what. Now, that I'm not sure of. Okay, I just yeah. I figured you'd like it being the yeah. cat guy. And now she's now she's like, oh, okay, everything's over. She's getting ready for bed. Now I have to give this movie mad props for this one thing. It avoids the bathroom mirror trope because I see her and she's in the bathroom. She's brushing her teeth and she opens the mirror to the medicine cabinet. And I'm like, okay, she's going to close the door and Mary Bailey's going to be behind her or something. And it didn't do that. She does get scared. She does get scared. It's just the dog coming in. Yeah, it's just the dog coming because the door starts to open. Oh, it's the dog. Oh, hey, baby. And then she closes the mirror. And there's nothing behind her. So bravo for that alone. You avoided that trope. Like you, you should listen to Paul F. Tompkins, the stand-up comedian. He does a bit about about bathroom mirrors and horror movies. It's funny as all get out. And now she's back downstairs again, watching Night of the Living Dead on TV. Yep. Her dog is looking at something like it's like like there's something there, and it runs away. And she's like, "Oh, baby, come back." And then she leans back on the couch and we see a bald girl sitting beside her that just suddenly grins at her. I couldn't tell like what exactly her teeth were like. They were just like really black and gross looking or something. And my first thought was she doesn't look her face doesn't look that disfigured. Yeah, I know that made a big point of her face being disfigured. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the end of it. That last little jump scare. That was the end. We can only imagine that that girl got her eyes ripped out. And then we go to ding Ding dong. dong. And this one's directed by Lucky McKee. So he did a movie called May. That's pretty good. He's done a movie called The Woman. Uh-huh. And The Woman, I, I bring up The Woman because Pollyanna McIntosh, who plays the main girl in this one, is in that. Oh, okay. So they've worked together before. Okay. So we start off at Jack and Bobby's house last Halloween. Last Halloween. And Jack, uh, he's actually been in another Lucky McKee movie, The Lost. Lucky McKee likes to adapt movies based on Jack Ketchum work. I okay. noticed as well. Because the woman is as well, loosely. Uh-huh. But yeah, so you see it's last Halloween. You see the woman, she's crying. Yeah, she's just sitting by the door, just by the window, just bawling. <clears throat> oh, look at all those children out there. <laughs> the guy brings out, he's dressed the dog as Gretel. Uh-huh. She's like, is that supposed to make up for the fact that you can't give me a child? And she just hauls off and punches him. <laughs> yes, knocks down. And then she starts to just turn red. Yeah, she like just... Turns into this demon or something like she's like her arms are red with like blood stripes all up them or something. It's just weird looking. Yes, it is. Then we cut to this Halloween. This Halloween, yes. Back at their house. This time she's walking Jack. His name's Jack. Jack Uh down, dressed as Hansel. Hansel. Yeah, got the little (laughs) makeup on his face and everything. And they open the door for the trick or treaters, and hey, it's those same four kids who murder those other people from Trick. Yep. And also, Felissa Rose is in the back right there. Yeah, when she yeah, opens she was it the up. cat lady so, yeah. again. And then the, the door opens again, and the snake Pliskin boy. Mm-hmm. And and every time, I had to make a note of this, but every time the doorbell rings, this woman like has to adjust, adjust her yep. boobs inside her dress. I'm like, these are gonna be kids at the door. <laughs> who, who are you? Who are you preparing for exactly? <laughs> but she goes into this whole big thing about. Oh, this is this is Hansel. I ate his sister Gretel, and like she pulls this ponytail with a fake ear out of it. And then every time the doorbell rings, they have to reset. Like she has to put the ear and the and the and the ponytail back in her mouth. I ate her ear last so that she could hear me eat every other part of her body. Yeah, yeah. 
And then and you get a little princess showing up, uh-huh. and this is where she starts to get upset. Yeah, well, well, I think it was this little girl. I think this little girl was supposed to be supposed to be dressed as Gretel. I thought was she Gretel? I thought she was. She might have been. You might be right. Maybe then, she like, was Gretel. Yeah, but okay. yeah, then she starts to like to lose it. Like, oh, I'll never have children. Yes. Um, Jack says, you know, maybe we should stop for the night. And um, then you see the same hand, the same red and bloody hand, just like po- it like pops out of her back or something, yeah. and slaps him again. <laughs> And she starts up the oven. She's like, I'm going to bake some cookies. Yep. And she then, starts up the oven, and then they get another ring on the doorbell. And, and it's Hansel. This little boy dressed as Hansel. <laughs> and at first, she's like, oh, yes. You yeah, he's alone. In. He has yeah, no parents alone. with There's him. no parent with him. And and Jack is outside like, um, um, well, where's his parent? And he looks and is like, hey, is this yours? And it's yeah. like, you see this woman. Because every like, time, like, when she says, where's your parent? She turns around with the red evil face. Uh-huh. And every time she reaches out to touch this boy, it's that evil red hand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he calls out for that parent to come save the boy. Mm-hmm. And then when they're back inside, he tells her, he's like, look, I went to the doctor. I made it where I can never give you a child. Yeah, you do he, not need children. He, you he hurt me all the time. He's like, yeah, because this woman is super abusive to this yes. guy. And and she does so here. Yeah. She ends that real quick. She puts him she in the oven. She puts him in the oven. Like, <laughs> and I made this note. Like, what kind of oven has actual flames in it? Like, she turns the oven on. Well, this oven looks deep. Yeah. Like, when he, yeah. when he, when he, he when shoves him into it, it's like shoving him into a cave or something. Yes. And then she starts melting. Yes. <laughs> Demon lady is back, and she's, like, melting. That was that That was probably my least favorite one. That one was? Yeah, I think so. Was like, that was just kind of dumb. Like, it it wasn't great. I was expecting I was expecting him to push her into the oven, right. like in the story, like in Hansel and Gretel. I don't know because I don't I don't think too highly of this next one. This uh, means war. Yeah, this means war. So we get this guy who is setting up his Halloween decorations. He's got the classic. He's got all the classics, all the all the tombstones and the skeletons, you know, skeletons and stuff, and all that. And he's he's just happy with it. But then across the street, this massive truck pulls up. And starts unloading all these like high dollar, high quality he's got the animatronics. He's animatronics. got the gory stuff. Yeah, I mean, and so this basically dude, old versus new. Yeah, and this <laughs> dude is not happy. So it's Halloween night, and he's trying to like you know scare kids yeah. and stuff because he's got this skeleton that like talks when he talks in the microphone yeah. or something. And but across the street, they're basically having a party. It's like yeah, all it's this loud. really loud heavy metal yeah. music playing. Um, so he's like just pissed off. He stomps across the street. And he's like, "Can you, can you turn down this music?" And something. I've been doing this for twenty yeah. years, setting up this <laughs> this display for twenty years, and and the neighbor's like, "Yeah, that's really nice, man. It looks like like a spooky daycare." Yeah. <laughs> so this guy just loses his shit. So he, he goes go- in and turns the music off himself. Yeah, turns the music off himself. He's st- and then he goes back over to his <clears throat> place and starts pulling the plug on all of his decorations, and they just start destroying each other's stuff. And then start fighting each other. I love this line, though, because he's like, you know what this place needs? Some motherfucking blood. Yeah, yeah. The the, the jerk neighbor from across the street, like, throws this bat of fake blood all over the guy. So, yeah, this is just them fighting. And then the the cops show up. And for a second, we think that the douchebag neighbor has won. But the the guy, the, the older neighbor... Like just lunges at him and pushes him onto this broken piece of wood, and they both get impaled on it. Yep. And now the cops are puking all over the place. And that was my favorite part of this was the music they used. It was um, 
um, Masorgsky's Night on Bald Mountain, oh, okay. which was one of my favorite uh, from the original Fantasia because we had the you know, big demon guy up on the up on the mountain. Yeah, and it was just that that was my favorite part of that one. So, my favorite yeah. part was probably just in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You get another shot of Rebecca McKendry, mm-hmm. Felissa Rose. You get yeah. a guy. I don't. He's named Spooky Dan Walker. He's known in the horror community. Uh-huh. You get Sean Clark, who if you buy, in fact. You have the Halloween Scream Factory set. They have special features called Horrors Hallowed Grounds. He's uh-huh. always the one that hosts those. Okay. And I'm sure there were probably others that I didn't even catch. Yeah, probably. Because there was a lot of people there rooting yes. them on while they were fighting. Yes. <laughs> Which brings us to Friday the 31st. Now, when I first saw that title, I went, wait a minute. You you let me borrow this. A like, fan film. A fan film. <laughs> it was a fan film, but it was Jason versus Michael Myers. Well, that's... and. When I see this title, that's what I'm going to think of. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, okay, they're somehow going to rip off Jason and Michael Myers. And in the beginning, they kind of do. Well, they did a very good job of ripping off Jason, I'll say that. Yeah, yes. Well, I say Michael Myers. Well, we'll get through it. We get a girl run through the woods. She's dressed like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. I look up the IMDb. Her character's name is Dorothy. So <laughs> I wanted to make sure. Okay. And you get this guy walking by, and I'm pretty sure he's holding a machete, right? Yeah, he's holding a machete, and he's, he's got holding a, a severed, severed head. head in the other hand. Yes. She runs into his shed. Yeah, that's and, never a good idea. Yeah, and there's lots of bodies in here. Lots but this, of dead bodies. This is where I saw the thing maybe maybe to Michael because you get the head on the table, which would be like his mother's head because that's something he did at a shrine for his mother. But it's inside a pumpkin, which oh, would be the Michael Myers because okay, Halloween. Yeah. yeah, I made that's, the note about the head inside the pumpkin. That was yes. pretty cool. So yeah, maybe you may be right. Maybe that was kind of a, an homage to those two. And, and then. He burst through the window. Yeah, he like jumps through the window at I'm her. I'm like, it's your shed. Just go <laughs> Just open the door. <laughs> <You're> not- <laughs> he drops the severed head. She stabs him with a pitchfork, and then she tries to run away. He grabs her by the ankle. Well, before that, I just want to say, because he, he, he pulls on his mask. Yeah. And it's, it's it's a wood mask, but it has the look of Jason from part two. Yeah, the, the bag head. the sack head. head. Yeah, sack yeah. head. Because, yeah, he's head only Jason. got one eye hole. Yes, yeah. which is what Jason did, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing overalls, which is yeah. kind of what Jason was wearing. You're right. That's why. So, that's right so yeah, then this pitchfork. <laughs> then when she runs outside, he's got to launch this spear like 20 yards. Yeah, he, he just picks up a javelin and he just... Fires it at her. I mean, and she's not close. No, she's not. I put down 20. It's got to be 20 yards. At least. And then it goes full comedy right here. Yeah, this, oh, this one was hilarious. <laughs> I, I, um, I'm not sure if you've seen it yet, but I did notice a prop of a certain book with a face oh, yeah. on it. In, well, then, <laughs> on, that on whole scene in the cabin's that okay, to me. Okay. So, yes, he goes over to the body, and all of a sudden this light shines down. The UFO. UFO. And, and this, this little alien appears. This little... Badly. Well, then I thought I was. I won't say badly, but it was stop motion animated. But I think I think that's a reference to what's coming in the cabin next uh-huh. in the shed. Uh huh. Because everything in that movie was stop motion. It's claymation and stuff like that. You're right. It so was. So I think that was on purpose. Okay. I don't think that was budget. You're right. It probably helped. Uh-huh. But yeah. Yeah. And but this, this little alien keeps saying this little trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat. <laughs> he keeps saying it's trick or treat. And 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 I just wrote I just wrote down Jason. I, just I wrote Jason guy. guys. Jason. I wrote Jason he's like, guys. He's stomp. like patting his pockets like, <laughs> and he's grunting like, <laughs> like I don't have any candy. And trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wrote down Jason guy stomps the alien. Just stomps him flat because this guy he, he's like he's like tiny little alien, like maybe a few inches tall. Just yeah, stomps him flat. But then the alien he becomes some kind of like goo stuff. Yeah, he's, he's just like this pile of goo that and, then seeps into the dead yep. woman's mouth. Yes. So now she's back up alive. 
Got Come glowing in. green eyes. You're well, right. See, and that's the thing. She, she looks like a dead eye. I think of it, she did look like a dead eye. Yes, You're right. She looks Absolutely. like a dead eye. And then when they get in there, it's basically just a blood fest. Right. But like like Jason's freaking out. Yeah. And like she's like just levitating after him. Like <laughs> and she's ah! she's just screaming the so, whole time. To me, so it's straight. He runs and takes refuge in his own kill shed. Yes. Um <laughs> And, and cutting that's off where limbs. You, that's where yes, you see, see the book Necro- that the looks like the Necronomicon in the background. They start stabbing each other and chopping and limbs off. And he pulls off. out a chainsaw. And this is like Able Monty dead. Python level quality gore here. Because it's like chop. Blood sprays just everywhere. Geysers of blood all yes. over the place. Oh, yes. That's why I say this. this when it got here. It was straight Evil Dead to me. Yes, yeah. the Necronomicon you can see in the back, yeah, it, but all the blood, the way it sprays, yeah. is Evil Dead to me. Yep, and then, and then they each manage to chop each other's heads off, <laughs> and then fall and then on both the chainsaw. Fall on the chainsaw, so there's just like this geyser of blood in the middle of this thing, and then, <laughs> then it just stops. The alien, the little alien, comes out of the woman's mouth and takes Jason's head back to the ship with yeah. him. Yeah, that's trick or treat one last time. Yeah, trick or treat. And yes, grabs Jason's head and then. Beams back beams to the back up. Yes. <laughs> so this one I like because it's just pure fun. Yeah. The yeah. Ransom of Rusty Rex. Well, no, I meant... Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yes, yeah, that yeah. is the next one. Yeah. But I meant that one was yeah, a the, pure fun. But yes, Friday the we, 31st was pure fun. You're yes. right. And then, which yes. brings us to the next one, which is the Ransom of Rusty Rex. So we got these two guys. And one of them I recognize. The, uh, the one sitting on the... the one, not the one behind the wheel, but the other one. He looked familiar to me. See, I think the one behind the wheel is the one... I, I know for a fact... I know the one behind the wheel because he's in Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And the other one was in the American version of a show I like called Being Human. Okay. I watched the British version, but also watched the American version. So that's why I knew him. Okay. But they they, they decide to come up with this plan to kidnap the son of a millionaire. Yeah, Did you know who the millionaire was? Who? John Landis. Directed American Werewolf in London. Directed the Blues Brothers. No way. Directed, uh, I think, Animal House. Okay. Like he's known as Comedy Guy, but also has done horror. Okay, so, cool. So, yeah, that's who that is. So, yeah, at first I thought they were waiting to kidnap the rich guy. But then, no, they're going to kidnap his kid. The little kid is running around in a red hoodie with just this paper tiger mask. Now, we have yep. seen this kid one time earlier because he, he, he came he, to, that he house. Came to yes. the house with, uh, Ding with, dong. with Jack and... Um, yeah. Body. Jack and Bobby. Yeah. And so they just walk here. up to this kid and throw him in a bag. Yep. He he tries to give him their candy because he thinks they're trying to steal his candy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, they're like, we don't want your fucking like, candy, Like, no, we don't want kid. your candy. <laughs> so guy calls Rich Dad and tells him, yeah, we've got your son. And if you like, ever okay. want to see him again, you'll give us five million Benjamins yep. or something like that. Or five hundred or five million whatever. Yeah. Some, uh, some insane amount of money. And the Rich Dad's like, are you idiots you have no, no idea. idea what you've done okay click. don't call me back <laughs> yeah don't call me back click and yeah. the guy's holding the phone like wait, wait what fuck <laughs> serious what calls him back calls him he back he's like yeah thing. um yeah. you made a mistake you, don't call me back yeah click and and but and this and but and this time rusty is like tied up on a chair still yeah. has the mask on yes still has his hood pulled up and after the second call rusty escapes yep so they are searching for rusty now so and then Rusty jumps on this one guy that's the, the one of the guys that's looking for him and his mask comes off and Rusty is not a kid. Rusty is some kind of goblin creature. The head kidnapper just sees him like ah and just shoots, shoots him, him a like bunch of times <laughs> and he just goes flying back. <laughs> yeah, he then, reminded me of the uh, devil kid earlier. Yeah, he looked he looked like Mordecai from earlier. Yes. Um, Rusty punches the head honcho kidnapper in the balls and takes his gun and then's like playing with the gun. And uh, 
<laughs> the guy breaks a chair over Rusty's back. So he took three gunshots. Yeah, he took three gunshots. But after this chair, it manages to it knock knocks him, him out. out completely. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, screw this. Whatever this is, we're not doing. We're not dealing with it. So they put him in a bag and they're just gonna go dr- dump him in the swamp. But you can hear this like little kid crying from inside. And <laughs> the guy's the like, kid I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I can't do it. They open the bag to check on him, and Rusty pukes all over his face, just like bleh. And just laughing. And laughing. He know he did like, oh, fuck you, man. They just throw him into the swamp and leave. And go home. They come back to their hideout and find wet footprints. And Rusty is, and then it's like they, 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 it's like they look around, and then you see Rusty kind of pop up behind the guy who was, you know, second banana, and just starts licking him, like yeah. starts licking up the side of his, his neck or something. And then the guy just smiles like... Like, and then he pulls out the phone. He calls John Landis' character. Yeah. He's like begging him to take him back. Will you please take this kid back? Yeah, it's like, we will We will pay you whatever you want. Just take him back. And he's like, no, he's we like, have been held hostage by this guy all this time. Yeah. You know, for however many years. Five like, years. Five years. He says yeah. five years, yeah. He's like, why would you present him as your kid? Because we were hostages. He made us. Yeah. Like, and, oh, he's your you problem now. Yeah, your problem now. And if you don't feed him, he will eat. Yes. So they bring Rusty back to his door and set him on fire again. <laughs> I was like, dump him in, and dump him in gas. And they're like, okay, let's just get in our van and just drive until the sun comes up. And then we'll drive some more. They think they have gotten away scot-free. And so they stop off at the gas they station stop for off snacks, the, for, for snacks, food. And the yeah. guy gets back in and is talking to his friend like, yeah, nothing's wrong. And then he sees Rusty in the back. Rusty. First, he was eating a Snickers or something. Yeah, he's he just a candy bar. bar. But yeah. then he pulls up, he just picks up the head of the, the other guy yep. and starts nibbling on that. And the guy's just like, just like yep. screams. <laughs> like, yep, you're screwed. You're stuck with him now. He's not going anywhere. Nope. And then we come to our final. Our final, final episode, final story, Bad, Bad. Scene. And this one's directed by uh, Neil Marshall, who directed, like, The Descent. Oh. Dog Soldiers. He's done a couple other things. The Descent's the main one I know. I have. I still need to watch that. Oh yes. I have it on Blu-ray. Just haven't watched it yet. For you, you say I've got it on my DVR. I'm like I've got it on Blu-ray. Just yeah. Haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yes. So we open up with a guy who is carving pumpkins. This first guy. Uh huh. His name's Greg McLean. He directed the Wolf Creek movies. Oh, okay. I think he also directed a killer crocodile movie called like Rogue or something like that. Oh, okay. I know him from the Wolf Creek movies. So he's carving pumpkins, and he's carving pumpkins very messily. <laughs> chop, 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 blood. No, not, not blood, but like, you know, pumpkin guts all over the place. Husband and wife carving pumpkins. Oh, the wife, Serena Vincent. She was in Cabin Fever. Oh. She's in Not Another Teen Movie. See, I knew you were going to get a lot more oh, out I, of this I than I was. Like, I, was looking through this. The, I was looking through this IMDb going, I don't know any of these people. I was. I couldn't believe how many people were popping up. Like, I watched this a few years ago, but I, I guess I just didn't. I recognized some of them. Uh-huh. But I recognized so many more this time. And, and so... The husband is like, oh, this pumpkin is my masterpiece. And as this pumpkin has got this big toothy grin, it looks a lot like Jack Skellington from the beginning <laughs> of Nightmare Before Christmas. And he's like moving back and forth. And then we see that the pumpkin is watching him. Yes. Like his, the, the pumpkin is like turning whenever he turns. <laughs> and she goes to get dressed. She goes to get dressed and comes back downstairs. And the pumpkin is eating the husband's head. It's like he's got it on his head. It's like, yeah, and just chomp. And yep. <laughs> that's it. Just chomps his head off and scurries off. Like he has these these uh, these vines. These grow vines out. grow, yeah. and he just scurries yeah. off. Yep. And then the cops show up. 
I love this part because they they ask what it was or whatever, they, yeah. and the artist shows the sketch the pic- artist shows it. It's a picture of a pumpkin, and the detective takes a picture of this picture of a pumpkin. I'm yeah. like, do you really have to take a picture? Yeah, like it's a, it's, it's a pumpkin. It's a pumpkin. If you see a pumpkin running around, you're gonna know. What <laughs> <laughs> are an APB for any pumpkins that you see that are mobile that are moving? Yeah, because that's what she says. How am I gonna put out an APB of this? Of this? But as yeah. she does it, she's taking a picture of. It. I was yeah. like, well, you're planning on it. Yeah. So um, then we oh, get the detective lady, Christina yeah. Klebb, Rob Zombie's Halloween. She's oh, in that. she's uh the slutty friend. Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so we get kid and mom. This little boy and his mom are trick or treating, and the mom's like, and he's dressed as a pirate. It yep. took me back to Dress, that guy yep. earlier saying, "Why is everyone dressed as a pirate?" Uh, and the mom's like, "Don't," it's like, "Don't get too far away from me. Don't go knocking on Don't any strange train. doors yeah. without me." But he just goes up to this pumpkin. Yeah, there's this pumpkin sitting there with glowing eyes, and it's the pumpkin from earlier, but now it's got gold coins in its mouth. So the kid reaches uh, in. He's a pirate. He's a pirate. <laughs> he booty. reaches in and gets bit. And the pumpkin then eats the rest of them. The mom comes up. She hears him scream and she comes up. The, and like all you see is the kid's feet going into this pumpkin's <laughs> mouth. This yell. It took me to Home Alone. His name's Kevin. She goes, Kevin! <laughs> Just like in Home I Alone. Even, I didn't even catch that. Did not even I catch that. I was like, oh, awesome. That's great. That is so great. <clears throat> um... And then there, we're back at the precinct. We're back at the police precinct where I'm guessing this is like, yeah, this is the final story. So this is like the end of Halloween night because these two cops come in and they're like covered in chocolate, but, I think. And they're like I, licking their fingers. Like, sweet tooth kid. I yeah, guess. sweet tooth kid. Yeah. They're like, you're not going to believe this. This kid, this kid killed his, his babysitter and boyfriend. Cause no, they're like, he ate all this chocolate and yeah. then ate his boy, babysitter and boyfriend too. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the police chief calls the detective in. The detective lady, and he says this line. He's like, "You're just the man to fix this." Yeah, and she just looks like she just really? looks at him like, "Are you shitting me? Really? Come on." Yes. And uh, she chased the pumpkin down. Yeah, and well, no, no. We first we we oh, get okay. the, her friend from forensics. He's like, yes. "Yeah, we looked at the bite marks, the bite radius on the first victim, <laughs> did a and we're able model. to uh, yeah make a 3D model. It's this 3D model of this big pumpkin mouth <laughs> with these big pumpkin fangs." <laughs> so yeah. And then they they uh, they arrive at the scene where the pumpkin is terrorizing the town. There's like all these people running from this pumpkin, and it's not like a giant pumpkin; it's just a pumpkin. And she goes. But it's after a pumpkin it. coming at you. It's a pumpkin coming at you. But she she goes after it. It 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 scurries down this little pathway to this backyard that, of course, is full of pumpkins. So she's looking at all these pumpkins. She's got her gun out. Like which one of these is gonna jump out at her? Then suddenly the the pumpkin appears and she's out of ammo. And her friend from because she fired at it earlier. Yeah, she fired just at random. it earlier. I mean, yeah, she, uh, she shot like two random pumpkins yeah. earlier too. Yeah, but and and when she fired it when it was running away, I'm like, you're not a very good shot to be no, a detective. No, cops in movies are never good shots. That's true. So her friend from forensics shows up with a shotgun okay. for some reason and throws it at her, and she she catches it and just blows this thing away. And of course, you got to look at the tag on yeah, it. See where she this thing's coming from. She sees a piece of the pumpkin and it says Clover Corp Super for Pumpkin. pumpkin. So they go to Clover Corp. Do you know who the scientist was? Probably he not. He looked familiar. It is Joe Dante who directed like Gremlins. Oh. Directed a whole bunch of other horror movies. Okay. But I went with Gremlins. Okay. You know Gremlins. So they're like, yeah, we'd like to take a look at your stuff. <laughs> we'd like to take a look at what you're doing. And of course, the pump, the the, the uh, scientist is not happy about that. No. And then they... Uh, they open... They, they turn on the lights to this warehouse where there are... Thousands, thousands yep. of these pumpkins, pumpkins, these super pumpkins there. 
I was like, do the, does the pumpkin have to wait until it has a face until somebody carves it? Yeah. And then it comes to life? Is that what happens? Yeah. I don't know. Because like, you, case, could, you could save it. You could save it. You could easily, you know, just like get a, get a steamroll and just like run over all these pumpkins. You'll be just fine. Yeah. But that sure. is the end of Tales of Halloween. Overall, a very pumpkins. fun horror anthology. A very fun horror anthology. And obviously the only thing I have to compare it to is Trick or Treat. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's high regards with Trick or Treat. Yeah. So. See, what I really liked about Trick or Treat is it didn't tell all the stories in order which I guess this one didn't really do either, but Trick or Treat did a much better job of meshing the stories together. And I think and part then, of that was like, that's intentional. Yeah, it's intentional, but then like you didn't really know that the stories were all meshed together until the very end of the movie. I think part of that, though, helps with... Trick or Treat has one director. Uh-huh. This is 10 shorts oh, from 10 different okay. directors. 10 shorts from 10 different directors. So that, that makes, makes a difference. Sense. That makes perfect so. sense. Think, so yeah, yeah I'm, this was a lot of fun. I can't, I can't imagine why it has a forty-one percent from the audience. This is like just good basic horror. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, maybe people were 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 upset that there weren't any boobs in it or something. Yeah, I don't know. maybe not. Because uh, yeah, that, that's like the only horror movie trope that they're missing. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know if this movie got a theatrical release? I have no idea. I don't. I think it was a VOD release. Okay. I think a lot of, especially horror titles, get that. I will say it's got a badass cover. Yeah, the, the artwork for it, the like the, the tree yeah. with the skeleton yep. or the skull. In I can't it. remember who did that art. I've seen the name, but I don't know who it is. But yes, that was badass art. I really like that. And I had to watch this on Tubi. It, it wasn't on Netflix anymore. I had to watch it on Tubi, which free with commercials. Free with commercials. So, so yeah, I'm not going to complain yeah. about it. Um, oh, I watch I watch stuff on Tubi sometimes. Well, I'll have to watch more on it because they got some great stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, you check out that classic Robo Vampire. Oh Lord. <laughs> That sounds like it could only be fun. Oh, that sounds like good shit. <laughs> Without the good. Without the good. <laughs> oh, dear. So that wraps up C- uh, episode 10 of Cinematic Blind Spots, which is the second episode of our season of horror. We'll be back next week with something else. Not sure what we're going to talk about just yet. Might be something fun. But until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.